Yes, guys, it's, you should know about this podcast, episode two. We've made it, man. We made it to episode two. Another one. <laughs> yeah, for sure, man. My name's Jonathan. And I'm Rash. And yeah, man, we've got, uh, we've got another one in store for you today. Um, but before we get into that, I uh, definitely just wanted to say a big, big thank you to everyone that's reached out through messages, emails, all sorts, um, to give their, their feedback for... The first episode, uh, everything was really positive. Definitely appreciate those, those five star reviews as well. Can't lie, there could have been a bit more, but you know, I won't, I won't complain too much about that. Definitely want to give um, an individual special, special shout out um, to Shaz the Waz because um, not only did she give a five star review, but she actually wrote something. I'm going to get it up now and actually read what she said. Okay, what's she write? So, Shaz the Waz said. This should be required listening to anyone working in the majority white industry. In brackets, that's all of us. Moments of revelation, jaw drops, laugh out loud moments. Listen to this. You'll be better by the end. Wow. Okay. Love that. Okay. Love that, Shazda Yeah, I'm in love. I'm in love. It is what it is. <laughs> Send over the number for Rash. Yeah, for real. <laughs> so what are we talking about today? All right. So today we're going to get into allyship and just the whole concept of being an ally um we're gonna talk about microaggressions and you know we're gonna talk about various different microaggressions um and also we're just gonna touch on sort of the uncertainty that people of color just live with generally in their day-to-day lives so yeah man hope you guys enjoy see you soon i guess the first step to being an ally is always kind of gaining that understanding and um yeah i guess listening to other perspectives and sometimes that that can be hard if you if you don't have the, those kind of people around you that will give you that perspective yeah. which is you know why this podcast might be helpful to some yeah i think listening is definitely the first step but like i say that's just the first step there's mm-hmm. so many other more steps to take um and i feel like uh yeah we're at we're at a place at the moment where people are willing to listen and that's that's great um but um, I don't want people to be comfortable with just listening because people can easily just be comfortable with just listening yeah. and then and then thinking it all stops there and all they have to do is listen and not actually act. Um, yeah. And allyship definitely is an action. Someone explain to me what the word allyship means for someone. I, I, could, I couldn't tell you, to be God, honest. God, <laughs> I swear <laughs> my life, I don't know half the time. Because, like, an ally is someone who is... Okay, first, understanding someone that heroes you and supports you. But what is an ally, dude? Like, you know what? what you know ally? why? You know why that's such a weird term? Because to me, ally makes it. It makes it feel as if like you. It's a relationship where you have to coexist with each other. Like it's almost like a chore. If you know what I mean, like being yeah. an ally is like a. It's a chore. It's a task. When like you could actually just be a good person and not an asshole and and not be racist and yeah you like do you know what I mean like mm. I feel like it's some sort of task that every person has to master and it just gives like this weird um, view around like I don't know the relationship uh, between yeah. you know people of color and white people and just racism in general. 
It's it's really the thing is you'll know if someone's being a good ally to you in the moment. You know what yeah. I mean? Like if it happens, it happens, and you're like, oh, I recognize that conversation was a really lovely conversation, yeah. or like recently we've been a part of something and that was amazing and these books but i couldn't make a list because almost making a list feels ingenuine yeah. mm. to like hear the things for you to acquire my i like you know yeah you know what it is to me i feel like and i wouldn't necessarily call them an ally but i'm just very comfortable um i'm most comfortable with people that don't make me um so aware of my race if you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. my race is not like some massive factor that's um you know gonna change everything they just view me as a person rather than a black person and they're not they're not sort of tailoring themselves around what i look like they are just openly themselves and they allow me to be openly myself with them and we're just taking in each other's personalities as humans. You know what I mean? Not as oh, a white person or a black person. And I feel like in this day and age, race has become such a big thing that it's sort of, it's very hard to come by those those type of people these days, I reckon. Do you feel like from your experience, the people that you just mentioned that make just make you feel comfortable with how you are and that just accept you how you are without having kind of preconceived notions do you feel like those are usually people that have black friends in their like friendship groups or you know that that already know something about your culture yeah 100 percent. i have white friends that are like <laughs> that are very different to each other do you know what i mean they're not like mm. the same type of uh, person like i have you know like very middle class very middle class white friends i have um more working class white friends but there is a similarity that you know i feel like they are clearly comfortable being around black people. And I think Mm. sometimes you can just sense that. Do you know what I mean? You can sense whether someone's, um, whether someone's being around black people or not. Um, Yeah. There's just, I don't know, man. There's just like this, this aura um, in the air sort of thing that you just get. Because I I do think there is a point to be made for, for people that, you know, just haven't been exposed to to certain cultures yet because i i very much understand where that comes from because before i came to the uk i wasn't really around black people either and so for me that took kind of a learning curve of understanding as you know a culture or a certain way of being or a certain just way of speaking amongst black people so even even when i'm in a group of black people in the beginning i I felt very out of place because I was like, I, I, you know, I don't understand a lot of the things that are being said and I feel very out of place. Um, but then, but then also, yeah, I guess, I guess the other, yeah, I guess that, like, I can, I can see, I can see and understand why someone that hasn't been around people of color might not necessarily know how to make them feel comfortable in the beginning. Yeah, because I feel like they're, super aware of like them being in in the um so in the presence of a person of color so they're like oh yeah you can see in their head like oh do i address it do i address the fact that they're a person of color do i not address it do i ignore it like 
there, there's so many things going on yeah yeah and also the fear of saying something wrong 100%, which 100%. which i also very much had yeah because you know there's there's loads of things and i mean we're going to talk about microaggressions in a little bit but there's no loads of things that you can just say without actually knowing the effect that it can have on people of color yeah yeah one thing i will say as well is that um also you know we mentioned our you know white people who have sort of been in the presence of black people and feel comfortable around black people don't get twisted they can say some racist shit as well do you know what i mean (laughs) and they can say they can say the wrong thing around people of color for sure because they're so comfortable that they almost um sort of they they lose themselves a little bit um Mm -hmm. and that's also a thing so i mean it kind of goes both ways there's you know people who are so uncomfortable and clearly haven't been around uh people of color uh in in a certain capacity and then there are people who have been around people of color and so you know usually unfortunately they're you know those people are the type of people that will do or say something wrong and then you know they may come with an excuse of oh but you know my my black friend said this or my asian friend was cool with it you know what i mean yeah my arab friend my Arab friend didn't say anything when I said it last time. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I, yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> and then, and then, <laughs> that's when they they come to realize that um, the the crazy the crazy fact that uh, you know all people of color aren't the same and we actually think differently. Do you know what I mean? Mm. <laughs> but then, how how do you how do you go about it? Because, I mean, me being mixed race, I had kind of the the luxury of at least visually fitting in. So if I came into um, like a new, I guess, cultural environment, I people just assumed that I was part of, part of that group and would then just talk comfortably around me and I could just kind of assimilate and adapt in my own time because it, it wasn't necessarily a, a known thing that I, that I didn't feel like I fit in. Mm. Um, if I w- was a white person, that would not be the case. Like, I, yeah, I probably still wouldn't be privy to those kind of in- conversations. How do you think one should navigate? Um, damn. <laughs> That's a difficult one. I mean... Probably similarly to to what black people do in, in you know, white spaces, you know, working environments. It's it's probably a very similar can, can I, kind of experience. You know what's crazy? Oh, I don't know if this is crazy to say or rude, but I just don't feel like people of colour overly think when they're in the room whereas a white person will overly think mm. am i saying the right thing like the fact that you have that energy in the room it's, it's weird you know what i mean because you feel like you have to move differently i like mm. when i'm around people white people <laughs> um i'm not like what should i say what should i do i'm vibing yeah i'm chill people around me are the ones who are gonna be tense or like i need to make sure like like you know like they're overthinking small conversational things or yeah. just b- like ignoring the fact that i don't get the inside joke yeah. uh yeah. so yeah when it comes to maneuvering in a situation i just feel like i don't know man i guess that's the uncomfortable bit of getting to know different perspectives it's like you're not gonna understand everything but that's fine should we uh, move on to microaggressions? Yeah, what are microaggressions? Microaggression is a comment or action that subtly and often 
unconsciously or unintentionally expresses a prejudiced attitude towards a member of a marginalised group. That's a good that's a good definition. I guess the microaggression sort of leads into uh, assumptions as well. Um, a lot of the time, for me anyway, in my experiences, and obviously in uh, you know one of the last chats we had when Flo, you brought up uh, what assumptions do people make about you? Yeah. I was like, you know, a bit stunned. I was like, damn, that's a good question. And I, I probably didn't say as much as I could have said, but, you know, there's been plenty of times where people have made assumptions and then they've le- which has led them uh, to basically spew like microaggressions. Mm. Do you have a workplace example? I guess just like the way someone would speak to me without knowing me, I guess. So it would be like, yo, bro, or, you know, <laughs> well, go on. I'm just like the, that's the worst. I'm like that's the worst. Wait, has, any, has anybody Bruh. ever said to you, "Walk one"? My G. except for me, except for me. <laughs> my, my, my driller. No, but, uh. my driller. <laughs> <laughs> was this was this a microaggression towards me? Uh, is, is my nah, question. Nah, it's not you. But Jonathan, <laughs> on everything, when people hit me with like more casual slang terms but no one else yeah. i'm like come on now yeah that's <laughs> that one that's what it is I mean, to me yeah if you if you speak like that to everyone then fair enough that's fine but like when it's like you've literally just cornered the the three people of color in in, in the office and just started changing up the language it's just a bit yeah. mad you know what i mean it's actually yeah i just that needs to just be done uh, like uh, next person that does that to me I'm I'm going to have a problem with them because I feel like the only way for people to stop doing dumb shit is if you tell them because yeah. I have for too long allowed people to continue their stupidity around me <laughs> so I'm actually involved because <laughs> I because if I'm allowing it it slowly becomes a thing that they will carry on doing to other people because mm. no one's mm. ever, down the line of people of color no one stopped them and said yeah heads up don't do that that like yeah. don't change the way you're talking to me you know what it is the truth is like i would i would use those terms with a work colleague but like we'd have to we'd have to be on a certain level before we get there yeah my thing is that you know a lot of the time with microaggressions it's literally straight off the bat you've literally That's just seen one. me That's just seen one. me for the first time and it's yo bro cuz wagwan it's like <laughs> fuck, what is going on like do you know what i mean like wireless like, this year hey you going to that gig what gig no but it's it's that i think yeah a lot of clarity in what you just said Mm. it's when they do it early on so yeah i agree there's a lot of people i would allow to talk to me on that level down at oap if you know you know (laughs) um but straight off the bat like it's weird that you feel like that's okay Mm. like you feel like that's entry level convert conversation exactly exactly like what would you if I was um sort of interviewing you for a job, are you gonna sit down and spud me and say, Yo, bro, no you wouldn't. So don't <laughs> don't do that to me like when we're in the same building working, um, you know, in a professional environment. Do you feel like people confuse that with being an ally? Because <laughs> like they feel oh, like but, yeah. <laughs> but like, bro, like I always <laughs> used to spud you, Jonathan. I'm confused. I thought me and you were on the level. I'm like, no. Uh, yeah, I guess it speaks to it speaks to the point of make 
make the person feel comfortable you know maybe that's that's an assumption of like maybe if if i talk like them i can make them feel comfortable in the environment but just to be to be noted for everyone that's not how you do it that's definitely not how you do <laughs> like, it but you know what's crazy though i've probably received it way way more like outside of the workplace like probably in like um i don't know man like just social environments like a bar or a club or something like that I'm not going to lie to you, yeah. The amount of white people that come up to me on a night out to spud me, but as in these are people that I've never met before in my life, don't know them from anywhere. Like, mm-hmm. li- honestly, like, they just like, oh, yeah, hi, well, how are you? Like, and I'm like, bro, I don't know you. Like, I've never met you before. It's not even like it was, like, negative. Like, I didn't I didn't receive any hostile, uh, like, um vibes from from anyone but it'll be like random strangers coming up to me uh trying to spud me or trying to like shake my hand and it's like i remember on this on this night out in particular with work colleagues like um one of my work colleagues she saw it and she was like what like why do people keep coming up to you like (laughs) and i'm like i don't know but i literally get this all the time when i'm in this sort of environment it's super weird man Mm -hmm. super super weird this is one that I don't understand. Really? Because I'm like, yeah. I, As in, yeah, I don't get it. You'd be perfectly happy with like just random people uh, coming up to you, kind of invading your space, like trying to spud you, trying to shake your hand. Like, that's cool with you? Is it because you're black though? Like, I, I, I'm not fully convinced that that's... To, to be fair, that's a... <laughs> That's a question I ask myself every day when you just navigate life. Like, is it because I'm black or is it because of something else? But I honestly, at this point, like, feel like that is definitely, um, I'll say at least 65% of the reason why. Because it it just doesn't make sense. Like, why have you just come up to me? You, you literally do not know me from anywhere. Like, I don't know, man. I don't know. Jonathan, you're full of quotes, man. You know what I love? It's the uh, we just said, is it because I'm black or is it is it just me? Yeah. And I also get what you mean, Flo, but it is that, right? It's the kind of like, is it all in my head? Yeah. Or is this a normal vibe? That's the mind fuck. Yeah, that's so the it's mind like, fuck. I, I'm not saying it's 100% because I'm a person of color, but I just find it weird. And the interesting part is, like, one of the, I guess, stereotypes or microaggressions that I often get is, um, you're not like the other ones mm-hmm. and I think that ties into the stereotype because even though you're being kind of given a compliment um, it's it, it goes to show that someone saying that almost ex- excludes you from the rest of the community to justify the fact that they're yeah. hanging out with you or that you're that you're fine to hang out with because everybody else is like that and you're you're not like you're not like them that's a big one for me. Yeah, and essentially what that says is, yeah, I don't. you're not like the other ones, but then, you know, these other ones, like, you're talking about my sister, you're talking about my brother, you're talking yeah. about my friends, you're talking about my mum, you're talking about my dad, do you know what I mean? So it's like, okay, that doesn't make me feel any better. You've just literally insulted... Yeah, that's not a compliment. <laughs> you've literally insulted everyone <laughs> my race and, and, and tarnished them with uh, just one brush, which is, yeah, it's crazy. But yeah, I've definitely... Yeah. I've definitely got that before as well and it's just like you then you have to get to the the crux of it and you have to be like wait so so how many people of color do you actually know like on a on a friendly basis and they'll be like oh you like I know you and then they'll be like oh mm. okay interesting 
<laughs> interesting yeah the one the one person uh, the one person of color that you claim to know and uh, you know they're not like the others apparently do you know what i mean it's funny. yeah yeah mate i've had it in cabs i've had it in, like any place i'll be like oh you're a good lad <laughs> and i'm like why you gonna say it like that though like <laughs> like you specifically you're making it out and i'm just like don't even say anything at that point because yeah. And also, I, I kind of have my own guilt because I'm like, should I should I talk up in situations more actively? But can I always be the one talking up? Can I always be the mm. one shouting in public? What do you guys think of that line of like, um, uh, I don't see colour? Because like, mm. I feel like that is um, sort of a microaggression uh, in itself as well. Um, I feel like... It's an interesting one, yeah, yeah. I feel like it's just not true. It's just... It's just a line, like, a way to almost... Avoid yourself of accountability, almost. Yeah, people who say, I don't see colour, are not affected by colour. So mm. it's like, of course you don't see it. Like, it's never been a part of your struggles. Like, everyone has their struggles, but if colour... Your pigment has never been a problem for you, of course you're going to say, I don't see colour. Like, exactly. Yeah. You don't see colour until uh, you're, chucked, <laughs> you're chucked somewhere, like, in a rural town in... Somewhere in West Africa, and now, now I'm yeah. sure you'll see color. Do you know what I yeah. mean? It's like, <laughs> gonna learn today. Yeah, like <laughs> <laughs> you gonna see color today. I think, I, yeah, I think the meaning of the sentence has changed over the years, though, because yeah. initially I don't see color. The intention of it was, we are all equal, and I want us to be all equal, and I, so therefore I don't want to see color. What it means now is. When, when someone says that is I don't acknowledge the fact that there are differences and I think that's kind of we evolved in culture yeah. to acknowledge differences yeah no just to your first point like but I even think that first even though the intention may be good it's wrong because we're not all equal it's just flat out not true do you know what I mean like yeah we've ne- we have never ever in life ever been all equal so to say it to say it like a general statement like, oh I don't see color or we're all equal you're perpetuating uh, a false statement. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and you're almost actually devaluing and devalidating um, the experiences of people of colour. Do you know what I mean? If I, yeah. if um, you know, a person of colour comes out and says, oh, I've experienced this, and someone says, oh, well, I don't see colour. Like, what does that do for them? What does that do for the person of colour that wants to express their experience? It does nothing for Absolutely. Them. But I think I think that is an kind of an involved understanding of what the sentence is because way back when like people started saying it, it was very much with the intention of let's we want like with the intention of equality. Yeah. And now, yeah, the understanding of what equality actually means and and equity coming into um, kind of the conversation as well. Mm. I don't see color. It's just it's it's an outdated phrase. For sure. Um, and it doesn't. I think the people that say it, it doesn't necessarily express what they actually want want to say anymore. I think there is a very important distinction to be made when it comes to like blatant out there racism and blatant out there comments and then microaggressions, which are literally so subtle that sometimes you don't even know that they're happening (laughs) or, you know, you're not sure whether that was intentional or accidental. and, And I think that's the kind of mind fuck that you sometimes go through because you're like you 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 keep 
analyzing and questioning what someone might have might have meant and i think especially in the uk or especially with like the english language because it's so polite and so subtle it's really difficult sometimes to understand yeah the meaning behind what was said have you guys ever had someone touch your hair just like go for your hair just randomly out of nowhere yeah i've had that at work yeah that's that's Flo, that's a microaggression that's a massive that's a yeah. massive one. It's I like, why are you touching hair. my hair? Am I like, am I an animal? Am I a zoo animal? Like, Mate, I've had yeah. that happen to my food. I bought food what? in that Mumsy cook. Can I just say, this did not happen at Mother. I'm just, I'm just going <laughs> to put that out there. This did not happen. Nobody at Mother has touched my hair. So <laughs> Flo's going to get out from HR tomorrow. Flo, who was it? Who? Say their name. You're good. We got you. No, but um, yeah, someone once said, oh man, I love the smell of your food. I don't know, man. Maybe I'm paranoid. I'm just like, please don't talk about my food. It's weird. I'm just like, I can't deal with people, man. You're just like, or like people like examining. Wait, like, wait, wait. But why Why does that bother you? Because I'm just like, it's a normal, to me, it's just a normal meal. Also, I haven't invited you into, we're not close enough for you to talk about my food. <laughs> I don't know, man. It's weird. <laughs> I'm just like, don't talk about that my food. That just shows bro. you how much Rash values food. <laughs> it's like, don't I talk about my, my food, food, man. Don't talk about I think because the conversation keeps going and going and going. And like, next time you make it, make sure you. I'm like, okay, we, you said nice food. Keep it moving. Just end the convo. You know what I think it is? Um, I think it's like, if we, if we just take that, like, blankly, that statement of like, ooh, nice food, or ooh, your food smells nice. That's mm. cool, but I guess in the in the context of a workplace, the person that has probably said that has probably not really sat down with you properly ever and got to know you as a person, mm-hmm. sort of thing. So it kind of almost feels invasive when they're commenting on things about your culture, if you know mm. what I mean, without really mm. getting to know you as a person. I don't know. Like, if I if I were to stand next to you, Rash, and say, "Ah, oh, th- this looks weird," like I would understand. <laughs> I would understand that that would be offensive. Fight. But if I'm like, if I show genuine, <laughs> genuine curiosity about your food, is that is that going to be offensive to you as well? And then if I don't know anything about it, how? Like, if I don't ask, I'll never know. Yeah, but Flo, I think I think um, yeah, the, the the key word that you put in there was genuine. I think. And that's the thing. Sometimes it's really difficult to know what is genuine and what's not genuine. I'm very like aware of myself, and like if I'm eating, I just don't want anyone looking at me eating anyway. So, but if someone comments on my food and 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 it's positive, I probably won't think about it too much. That's cool. But I'm just trying to sort of empathize with uh, with Rash, and I'm thinking that may possibly be a reason that like it doesn't feel genuine. You're just making a comment to make a comment. Sometimes that's what it yeah. feels like. Thanks for saying like that. So, I just want to be more clear on my point in s- so people don't think like I'm insane. Uh, <laughs> Nobody thinks that. People just avert their eyes while I'm eating now. Oh, don't look. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. actually, you guys, you, you heard the podcast. Come on. No, but um, <laughs> it's it's more the genuine fact. And also the, the fact that this is about microaggressions. It's just mm. paranoia. I'm just like... Mm why are you making this a big deal for me it's just a normal thing because yeah. it reminds me again that i'm a minority in a place yeah, yeah. you know it reminds yeah. me that i'm different it reminds me that i'm not the same you know so i'm just like i'd rather just eat my <laughs> my thing and chill yeah and also like it's not like i just went out and grabbed takeaway this is a 
clearly something that came from home. I'm just like, can we not make this a thing? You know, yeah. it's just it just feels a bit weird. I'm just like, and it's not the end of the world, and mm. I wouldn't like be f- like, oh no, racism. It's I don't think mm. it's racism, yeah. but it's just yeah. a bit like, be wary that not many people like me here. Let's not, you know, just like leave this one be. No, Even though yeah. you might be genuine, let's sit on this one. Yeah, I guess part of an important kind of aspect of this is why are you asking the question? If you have a genuine interest in what the cuisine is, it's probably fine. Mm. But if you're asking the question to um, point out that it's different from what you have usually or something like that, then yeah, Perfect. I, I, I get that point. It's, that, it's like if it's a genuine interest and then yeah. we can converse about it and you can learn about me and we can we talk like people but if it's like that's different and i've now said my comments i'm like why have <laughs> you left me like this no literally literally that's what it is i think it's just like thank you for pointing out the difference and just leaving and yeah that's just now made it super awkward so i guess that's the that's the point around microaggressions if you have if you say something that has anything to do with with your assumptions of me ask yourself why are you asking those questions or why are you making those comments well said when it comes to interactions amongst each other people of color and white people i think everything has to start with from a place of genuineness and being genuine i think that will that will create sort of a a positive change it might be small Mm. but the change will there will eventually be a change in attitudes uh in the way that we interact with each other um and just in just yeah being being sensible in the way we, that we interact with each other as well. Yeah, I think it's being genuine and asking yourself the question why. Um, because, why? Yeah, yeah, because the being sensi- sensible can, in, in this context, be almost subjective. Yeah, because true. what's sensible to us <laughs> is not necessarily sensible yeah. to other people. Very true. That's very true. <laughs> oh, man, what, what, a, what a good conversation, man. Really appreciated that. It's always hard to... Uh, share so deeply when you know so many people listen <laughs> but uh, 100% it, it's, it's good to you know be real with people you know what I mean and you know we, we we openly acknowledge the fact that you know we're only three people of colour you know we we haven't experienced everything and we're aware that you know there's so many different experiences from people of colour so you know we'd love we'd love you guys um, who are listening who are people of colour to get in touch, let us know about your different experiences, whether you relate to us, whether you don't relate to us. Um, and yeah, man, we, we appreciate all the feedback and, and, and or all the reaching out. So yeah, yeah. please don't hesitate to, uh, whether it's via email, via DM on our Instagram accounts. Um, yeah, please do that, man. Get in contact, you know. Everyone's voice matters, be it you're like us or you want to learn. You know, it's 100%. important to hear each other. Especially in these very unpleasant times. So yeah, see you soon. See you soon. Oh, see you See you so. I'ma see you. Yeah, oh we definitely leaving that in. Peace. We out. Yeah. You're never acting brand new, yeah, yeah. And you always stay true, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're never acting brand new, yeah. Stick by me, I'll stick by you. I'll stick by you. Stick by you. Stick by me, I'll stick by you.